Today is Mother's Day, a celebration to honor one's mother, motherhood, maternal bonds, and the influence of mothers in society. To mark the day, we're doing something different for the Real Cancer Podcast. Unlike other episodes, this one doesn't focus specifically on cancer, and it doesn't feature a conversation with a single individual. Rather, this crowdsourced episode includes the voices of nine mothers reflecting on what they are thinking about on this Mother's Day. I'm Diane McDaniel, and this is the Mother's Day special episode of Real Cancer. This is Diane McDaniel, and today I'm thinking of my mother, Camille. The other day I found myself doing something a bit odd. After yoga class, I was sitting on the bench just outside the door, putting on my shoes, when I overheard one of my fellow students talking to the teacher. Her voice, with its French accent, transfixed me, and I sat there for several minutes, pretending to fuss with things in my purse, but really I was listening to the sound of her voice. What kept me there was that her voice reminded me of my mother's. My mother's voice is something that I have been missing for a long time. It's been just over two years since Camille died of ALS, but I was already missing her voice in the year prior to her death. The loss of her ability to speak was one of the early signs of Camille's illness, and by the time the disease was diagnosed, she could no longer make herself understood. Before we really knew what was going on, her voice was gone forever. My brother Patrick has found a few digital clips in which my mother is speaking, and we've held on to these. Here's a little snippet from one of those messages. Hope everything is well with you. Love you, Miami. We didn't know it at the time, but in this short clip, I can hear that ALS was already deteriorating her voice. As I've been thinking about my mother, I've also been looking at photographs of her from before I was born and when she was raising my brother and me. Camille was beautiful and elegant in a cool, self-contained way. Looking at images of her throughout her life, I'm reminded of her grace and kindness. On this day, I'm also thinking about the ways in which my mother shaped me, helping me to become the woman I am in the world the wife I am to my husband, and the mother I am to my children. Camille was a thoughtful and generous woman who cared deeply about others and maintained close friendships over her life. I see her influence on the way I keep our home, how I am with friends, and the way I mother my children. Of course, the photos, videos, and the voice recordings capture only tiny moments in time. They don't show what was happening outside of the frame. Like anybody else, Camille could also be hurtful and petty. She struggled with actualizing herself and getting what she wanted out of life. In those ways, she taught me, by negative example, how I could try to differentiate myself from her. Thinking about Camille, I'm also thinking about how my children will think of me when they are the age I am today. How will they remember my good days and my bad days, how I supported them or if they felt I didn't. I'm thinking about how my mothering will influence how they'll be with friends, treat lovers, and parent their children. On this Mother's Day, I'm thinking about how the past, present,
present and future all converge and how this day gives us the opportunity to think about our influences, actions, and legacy. Hi, my name is Rory Green. Today on Mother's Day, I'm thinking about the potency of mothering energy and the importance of nurturing and nourishing ourselves. I'm also remembering my mother, who died in 2015, and marvelling how relationships continue and how mothering endures even after someone has passed. I'm also recalling the feeling of meeting my babies for the first time and embarking on the two relationships which have etched the deepest, most resonant paths in my life and exponentially expanded my capacity to grow and to love. Finally, I'm thinking about the laundry and going to the market, of course, and how, as mothers, perhaps we can continue to find poetry even in the most mundane rituals in our lives. Happy Mother's Day. My name is Debbie Pomerantz. Every time Mother's Day rolls around, I get a little bit sad about missing having a mother figure in my own life. Yet, my children have taught me a lot about being a mother. One is 10 and one is 19. Having one in college that's all grown up finally, I'm reflecting on this idea of having raised a child, I feel more secure as a mom because a lot of times it's hard and it's hard to feel like you're doing a good job. But what I've learned is that when my heart became more open as soon as I had my first child, that it's all okay and it all works out because if you just try to show up that the best you can it can be a wonderful and rewarding experience. And learning from other mothers has been very important to me. Not having a mother in some ways is a gift because then I learn to reach out to other women and learn from them. And then I learn to create a village of women and role models and people who make similar mistakes. And that is what I'm reflecting on this Mother's Day. Hi, this is Dr. Cynthia Boxrood. I am a professor at UCLA in oculoplastics, and I am talking to you about Mother's Day and what Mother's Day means to me, my children, and my mother. I'm not going to wait for people to call me, my kids to call me, my husband. I'm going to pick up the phone tomorrow, and I'm going to speak to my kids instead of having them call me. I will tell them that I am proud of them for having strong beliefs about women, for standing up to our current president who is not a fan for women's rights or for those immigrants that are poor, but rather those immigrants that can pay. I will tell them about their grandmothers and how they were role models for me and how strong they were as women, musical conductors, nurses, writers, and thinkers when it wasn't popular in the early 1900s. I will tell them how proud I am of them, that they're both trying to make this world a better place for their children. And I will tell them that it was hard when I first started as a surgeon in a male world. I had to work harder and be better than those men and how their dad supported me and let me work those long extra hours and he took care of the house chores. This year for Mother's Day, 
I don't want dinner. I don't want flowers and I don't want a massage. What I want is a funny or grateful or serious or a funny recollection of my many decades of imperfect mothering and service. My name is Siri James. Motherhood has been one of the greatest and most fulfilling journeys of my life, coupled with 42 years of marriage to my husband, Bill, who's such a wonderful husband and father. Our sons, Ryan and Jeff, are two of my favorite people on the planet. I feel so blessed to have raised them and to see what special men they've become. Now that they're both married, I have two special daughters, Yvonne and Yakun, who I love dearly. I miss my own mother every day. She died in 2003, but I still hear her voice in my head advising and guiding me, and she'll always be present in my heart. Happy Mother's Day to all. Hi, I'm Elise Caffey. I'm a former work colleague of Diane's and a mom to three girls, ages seven, six, and three. As Mother's Day approaches, I find myself thinking about my mom and my role as a mother. I just spent the last week traveling with my mom in Italy, and over the past 20 years, I've begun to view her more as a friend and a peer than as my mom. I appreciate and recognize how she raised me and shaped me, but our relationship has changed. Now as a mom, I constantly evaluate how I was raised, how my husband was raised, and how I'm raising my girls. I wonder what I'm teaching them about what it means to be a mom. I wonder if I'm prioritizing the right things. Mother's Day is the day that I tend to review what's working and what's not about how I'm mothering. Lastly, I find myself thinking about the women in my life who serve as role models for me and as surrogate mothers for my kids. Being a mom isn't something I do alone. I'm molded and shaped by my own mom, my mother-in-law, my kids, babysitters, my friends who are moms, and other mothers I admire. I'm grateful for every year that I have the chance to reflect, refocus, and improve how I'm mothering. This is Anna Chi. Up in China, we never had a Mother's Day. I didn't know there's such a thing called Mother's Day. Only after I came to this country did I learn that there is a holiday called Mother's Day. So. Can you imagine for the first time when I got something for my son and my daughter that says Happy Mother's Day? My heart is just filled with happiness and love. At the same time, I realized my mother never got anything like that from me. I never gave her a cookie that has a heart and mom on it. So I want to use this Mother's Day for the first time to say to my mom, Happy Mother's Day. I love you. I hope next year I will visit her in China and give her her first cookie with a heart and mom on it. Mom, I love you. This is April Sugarman Smith. When I think about Mother's Day and being a mom, I think about when my son was born and my first child and when we left the hospital and he was in my arms and I remember thinking oh my gosh I actually get to keep him (laughs) I get to take him home with me and that was I will never forget that moment and 
every day I feel like I appreciate being a mom more and more and appreciate my kids more and more. And each day I feel like I start to understand the connection between me and my kids. I, I really think being a mom is one of the greatest things. It's also a very challenging thing. There is no manual because no child is like any other child. And it is, it is a constant situation to which you must always pay attention because things change, children grow and develop, and there's always an adjustment. And I think that's the biggest challenge about being a mom is always adjusting to um, your children as they grow and develop, especially because there's no manual, so you don't know what you're doing anyways. <laughs> so, Anyways, th those are my thoughts on Mother's Day. Good morning and happy Mother's Day everyone out there. This is Lisa from The Lymphatic Message. This Mother's Day 2017, I'm thinking about my mom, Edie. I'm thinking about how I got 13 Mother's Days with her. It's been 32 years since we've spent Mother's Day together, but that does not diminish all the lessons she taught me about feminism, egalitarian, how to be radiant and beautiful and strong and humble. I think so much about her battle with cancer and how brave she was. And then I think about how nurturing she was. I think about my stepmom and I think about all the confidence she gave me in myself and in my body. I think about all the ways she taught me how to have self-respect. I think about the mother that I am to my children, and I'm so grateful that I get the opportunity to learn the lessons of motherhood and the cycles of life with them. I also think so much about all my friends who aren't mothers and all my friends who have challenging relationships with their mothers. I think about the way we all nurture each other, and I just want to wish everyone a wonderful and a happy Mother's Day, however you're celebrating it, with nature, with your family. I wish you a wonderful, self-care, happy, happy Mother's Day. Peace. That's it for today's episode. Thank you to the following individuals for submitting their thoughts on Mother's Day. Cynthia Boxrud, Elise Caffey, Anna Chi, Lisa Gainsley, Rory Green, Siri James, Debbie Pomerantz, and April Sugarman-Smith. Please subscribe to Real Cancer wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us via Twitter at RealCancerPod and email us with episode ideas at realcancerpodcast at gmail.com. If you know of someone who would be a terrific guest, I'd love to know about it. Until next time, I'm Diane McDaniel.